of the Market Marauder Show, Be in the Market, one trade at a time. Hope everybody's having a great week out there, able to lock in some profits. Uh, hope everybody's staying safe out there as we enter into this continuous volatile market in the stock market. Uh, we have uh, SPDR, SPY 500 ETF Trust, is actually down 0.56% uh, today. Uh, so overall, market still looking bearish as a whole. Uh, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 0.67% today. Uh, you had the uh, S&P as a whole uh, was down 0.63%. Uh, the NASDAQ Composite was down 0.41%. The Russell 2000 Index was down 1.26%. Um, and the NYSE ARCA Oil Index was down uh, 0.86%. So the overall market looking bearish as a whole. So let's jump to some of the articles uh, and some of the things going on in the market as a whole. So the first thing I want to address um, is home prices. Uh, so home prices surged over 20% in March as interest rates uh, also rose, according to S&P uh, Case Schiller. So uh, rising mortgage, mortgage rates did not slow uh, down rising home prices in March. Uh, nationally, home prices were about 20.6% higher than they were in March of 2021. Uh, and this is according to uh, the home price index. Um, this is higher than 20% gain in February. The index is a three-month running average ending in March. And the average rate on a 30-year fixed mortgage stood at 3.29% at the start of January and ended March uh, at 4.67% according to Mortgage Daily News. Uh, the Case-Shiller 10 uh, city composite rose 19.5% annually in March, up from 18.7% in February. Uh, the 20 city composite saw a 21.2% year-over-year gain, up from 20.3% in the previous month. Uh, for both the national and 20 city composite, uh, March reading was the highest year-over-year price change in more than 35 years of data. Uh, so regionally, Phoenix uh, slipped from the top gainer spot uh, for the first time in three years with Tampa, Florida taking over. So Tampa, Florida being the highest price um, increase as far as U.S. states are concerned. Uh, Tampa, Phoenix, and Miami continue to see the highest annual gains uh, with increases of 34.8%, uh, 32.4%, and 32.0% respectively. Uh, 17 of the 20 cities reported higher price increases in the year end in March 2022 versus the year end of February 2022. And so uh, cities seeing the smallest price gains um, from the double digits a year ago are Minneapolis, which is uh, plus 12.4 percent, Washington, which is 12.9 percent, and Chicago, which is plus 13 percent. Uh, the expectation is that prices will begin to ease uh, since home sales have been falling for several months. Demand, however, is still high, and real estate agents report that they are still seeing multiple offers uh, for homes that are priced correctly. Uh, more supply is also coming on the market as sellers worry that they will miss out on the last days of the hot market. Uh, so what I'm starting to see is a lot of people are putting houses on for sale still at exorbitant prices, um, pretty high overpriced prices compared to uh, pre-pandemic numbers. 
I'm also seeing, you know, uh, a lot of people I'm hearing having rents being raised. Um, and so that's been another issue that people are seeing um, as well. So overall, I think the entire market is starting to go up. I think that will ease after the Fed came out with their announcement that they're raising interest rates. It's going to be a lot harder for people to get into those loans with a pretty decent interest rate. Uh, before, if you would have got a home, I guess before the pandemic started, you probably would have had about a 2% interest rate. Uh, now, uh, you know, post-pandemic uh, or after uh, that, you know, you're probably going to be looking at about an average, I feel like about 5% uh, interest rate on your uh, mortgage. So definitely a huge difference uh, that definitely will add up, especially if you're getting a 30-year mortgage. But, um, you know, definitely going to be looking to see how that market uh, turns back around or if we have uh, a flip on that market, especially considering that the overall uh, market in general is starting to go down. Next, let's go into some news uh, about space. Uh, so Boeing's Starliner capsule lands, uh, completing a crucial step forward, carrying NASA astronauts. Uh, so Boeing landed its uncrewed Starliner spacecraft in New Mexico desert on Wednesday, completing a crucial test flight uh, as the company prepares to carry astronauts. Uh, the Starliner landed at the U.S. Army's uh, White Sands Missile Range uh, after earlier um, in the day leaving the International Space Station, concluding the six-day orbital flight test 2 or OF2 mission. Uh, the mission completed one of the most important test objectives, reaching the ISS and docking successfully. OF2 marks a critical development milestone in the Boeing's development of Starliner, uh, which was run into several obstacles delays over the past three years. And so uh, Boeing has developed Starliner aircraft under NASA's commercial crew program, uh, having won nearly $5 billion in contracts to build the capsule. The company competes under the program against Elon Musk's SpaceX, uh, which competed uh, or which completed development of its uh, Crew Dragon spacecraft and is now in its fourth operational human space flight for NASA. Uh, the aerospace giant uh, was once seen uh, as evenly matched with SpaceX uh, as the race to launch NASA astronauts, uh, yet the delays to Starliner's development uh, had steadily set Boeing back both on schedule and finances. Uh, due to the fixed price nature of the NASA contract, Boeing absorbed the cost of the additional work on the capsule and has spent about $595 million so far. Uh, Boeing's next Starliner mission is expected to be a crew flight test, or CFT, uh, flying the first astronauts on board in the capsule. However, the company is examining whether to redesign uh, the Aerojet uh, Rocketdyne uh, made propulsion valve uh, on Starliner, which uh, malfunctioned during the company's first attempt to launch the OF-2 mission in 2021. So I think overall you're going to start to see a lot of companies, um, you know, get into this space race. I think it's uh, good overall. I really like to see some of the things that uh, NASA is doing. Um, I really do like all the things they're doing overall um, and definitely, uh, you know, a huge step forward uh, for the entire uh, uh, community in general. So next, let's jump into uh, Nordstrom, uh, which is a retail company. So Nordstrom raises its full-year outlook as first-quarter sales top expectations. Uh, so Nordstrom is, is a company that sells uh, kind of high-end fashion um, wear, um, and so they're not really like a Target or like a Walmart or um, a smaller brand. They kind of sell like higher-end clothing, um, and so Nordstrom on Tuesday 
uh, reported its first physical sales ahead of analyst expectations and hiked its full year outlook, citing momentum in the business as shoppers visited the company's department stores to refresh their clothes with designer brands and shoes. Um, Nordstrom uh, now sees fiscal 2022 revenue, including credit card sales, up 6% to 8% compared with the prior range of up to 5% to 7%. Uh, its forecast earnings per share, excluding the impact of any share repurchase activity, in a range of $3.38 to $3.68, uh, up from a prior range of $3.15 to $3.50 on an adjusted basis. Uh, expects to earn between $3.20 and $3.50 a share. Uh, its shares jumped about 9% in after-hours trading uh, based on the news. Uh, an optimistic outlook stands in contrast to retailers like Target, Kohl's, and Abercrombie and & Finch, um, and a slew of other other names uh, that recently do, uh, dialed back their annual forecast as supply chain costs other expenses um, eat into their profits. But Nordstrom's businesses uh, also hasn't been operating in tandem with those other retailers. Uh, last fall, for example, uh, as many retailers saw their sales rebound and above pre-pandemic levels, Nordstrom was still looking to do so. Uh, now, as retailers such as Macy's uh, lap a uh, more difficult year-over-year uh, -year comparison, Nordstrom is building off its lower base. Uh, so the CEO um, or Chief Executive Officer Eric Nordstrom said the company has been able to capitalize on the demand from people who are shopping uh, for long-awaited occasions uh, as pandemic restrictions uh, dissipate and invitations resume for weddings and reunions and other social gatherings. Uh, still, the retailer booked an adjusted um, per share loss that was slightly wider than what analysts were expecting. Uh, so overall, it seems like people are, like I said, again, I do agree with that sentiment. People are going to weddings. Uh, there are a lot of things that were uh, postponed due to pandemics or a lot of weddings, uh, a lot of company events, a lot of uh, reunions, events in general, basically all around the social gathering aspect. Uh, people are making up for lost times. You also have vacations. People are going on vacations now uh, a lot more than they were beforehand uh, when everything was locked down. So that is also helping with uh, boost that retail sector. Uh, it's definitely very interesting to see Nordstrom itself uh, start to raise its full uh, year expectation, especially since it's such a higher end uh, luxury and designer brand uh, company compared to the other companies uh, in the retail space who are actually doing, uh, you know, are struggling like Walmart um, and Target. Uh, but Nordstrom just focuses on like clothes. It doesn't focus on the other aspects like outdoor gear and stuff like that. So uh, maybe that's kind of a niche area. Uh, definitely going to have to compare the numbers from Nordstrom to like a uh, Kohl's or to Abercrombie and Finch, a company that really specializes in um, clothing, and that can definitely give you a great outlook on how the entire, uh, I guess, luxury retail industry is doing in the market. So hopefully that information helped you all out, helped you all make a more informed decision. Uh, make sure you guys stay safe out there. Like I said, again, it's still a very volatile market. Uh, there are a lot of swings going on in the market. There are a lot of people who are putting bets against the market, saying that it's going to continue to go down even further. Uh, I've heard a lot of talks of people saying, that the market is about to crash even more, even from where it currently is at. Uh, just make sure you guys stay safe out there. Make sure you have a strategy. Stick to that strategy. Stick to the plan uh, and work your plan, whether you're a long-term or short-term investor. I do believe there's still deals to be made 
in the market depending on your personal trading strategy. Uh, make sure you learn, adapt, and overcome on whatever strategy you're doing. You're not going to win every trade that you have, but you can win a majority of them if you stick to a good, consistent strategy. So good luck to everybody out there trading, and I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.